man. Who the fuck am I doing this episode on? I think Adele. Adele? I love Adele. I guess this episode is entitled Dear Adele. Zan yesterday for my first time since I was like 19. A fucking Gigi. I thought it was like some bullshit. Niggas like, nah, bro. It's one of them GGs. I see what that nigga NBA young boy talking about. Nigga, I done missed my whole Father's Day dinner. Nigga, I'm passed out to motherfucking. My mama woke up blanking on me. My damn sister calling me. Got 20 damn texts. Motherfucking everybody mad at me. I'm like, oh shit. This that good shit. <laughs> Where art thou, Morath? Nigga. But nah, bro. Fuck that. I ain't never trying to be that slumped again. That whole night I slept good, though. Nigga, I wasn't even trying to be in no guts as much as I was. Nigga, I was trying to two-pump chump. Two-puppy-choppy. Doom-doom-naughty. Mm. But nah, man, these fucking past few days, bro. I don't know if you know, but Pusha's new album? Well, not album, his new fucking single with, uh, what's that nigga? It's called 18 Wheelers or 12 Wheelers, I think that shit is. Let me go to my title account right now, bro. This shit is nasty. Nigga speaking the biggest tech. Yeah, 18 Wheeler featuring Benny. Yeah, nigga said only drug dealer out of fashion week with an 80-20 split like Master P. Why would I ever 50-50? You ain't half for me, <laughs> nigga. What? <laughs> exactly, dickhead. Why would I ever split? You ain't never putting in this much work, bitch. You ain't shooting with me in the gym. The fuck, nigga? You don't deserve that. Nah, that whole fucking... He spazzed that whole fucking verse. Like, that was some drug dealers anonymous. Might be even better. Like, that shit was nasty. And speaking of Pusha T, Daytona, I'm starting to realize the value of time now. Um, me stop being late and me valuing my time with other motherfuckers. Like, I don't know, playing around with my time, not giving directions correctly, or just, oh, uh, I'll be there at seven, but really bringing in here at nine. Like, you don't know, maybe I got a whole line of motherfucking people waiting on me. Now I got to push my whole fucking shit back. Maybe I told my barber I had an appointment at Woo Woo Woo. And now I see why people get pissed when I didn't show up on time, especially for jobs. Like, I had 22 jobs by the age I was 21. And I'd always show up late. I was a great-ass worker, but it was just when I'd show up to work. So I'm definitely figuring out the value of time now and how important that is, not only for yourself, but just showing respect to others. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's something that's been on my chest, too. And this one bitch, not even bitch, because I really want to fuck her, but she going to come up to me loud as fuck at my door for one. Knowing the work I do, 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 do. All right, let me get two eggs. Ooh. All right, that's 60. Over there, 25 no more. You fucking with my roommate, bitch. Okay, exactly. I'm fucking with your roommate. I ain't fucking you with my dick and you, bitch. When am I, when my dick coming you? When they in between your vagina flaps, you let me know. Then you can get it for that price. But nah, bitch, business is business. If you say you my friend, I'm not going to come to my friend's business and ask for a discount. No, I'm going to support your business as a true friend would and pay full price. I'm not going to ask for a fucking discount. Plus, bitch, you don't even know 
what all goes into the price? You paying for my PTSD. You paying for the droughts. You paying for the up and down fluctuations. You paying for other people bidding for the same shit. Supply and demand. I got too many customers. Now they come with too much problem. I'm only me. So I got to raise the price. See who really serious. Because a lot of you niggas only really copping once a week and you want the biggest deals. You can suck my whole fucking dick. And the girth with the head, nigga. On soft, bitch. I don't give a fuck about none of that. You faggot, you. Anyway. AD to the Lakers? Niggas is saying it's going to be championship worthy. I mean, the nigga's dirty. I'm not going to lie. And the thing is, the Warriors out because Kay and Claire are done. So the West is pretty much wide open. You got the Rockets and OKC. That's the only thing I see. But who knows? If Giannis and them get past the Raptors, it's going to be another thing, yo. But a thing, yo. But a shit thing, yo. Got a ling, yo. I'm still pissed about them bitches talking about some old Drake one. I'll choke the shit out you. And your vagina muscles. Don't fucking play with me. I take this shit too seriously, bro. But yeah. Adele. How did I get into Adele? I think this was eighth grade. This had to be like 08. This is in my sunroom. I remember watching her MTV. I was like, who is this lady singing about chasing pavements? Oh, British accent or London or English, whatever that shit is. It all sound the same to me. Shit, that tells you how American I am. Anyways. But yeah, I thought that was good, but I only started getting more into it in like 10th grade. And Daydreamers off that album 19 was and is my still favorite song by her. Now, I didn't really get too much into 21 and 25 or really much that anything about the background. So I think it would be, I think it'd be appropriate if we got into the breakdown, you bitch. Mm. Break it down. Alright, so Adele Lurie, or is it Lori Blue Adkins, was born on May 5th, 1988 in Tottenham, London, to an English mother and a Welsh father, who left her at two. Now, she spent a lot of her youth at Brockwell Park, where she learned how to play guitar with her friends, and she talked about it in A Million Years Ago. That's a song in 2015, if you didn't know. If you know, you know. Yeah, she said the park has quite... Monumental moments of her life that she spent there, and every time she drive past it, she literally burst into tears. She graduated from the Brit School of Performing Arts and Technology in 06, where she was also a classmate of Liana Lewis and Jesse J. I don't know if you guys ever listen to Jesse J. I've never listened to Jesse J, but I see her all the time on the title playlists. Hi, Jesse J. But yeah. She said uh, the school kind of nurtured her talent. I went to a school like that, a uh, performing arts school. I feel like I tried it. Not try to, but I feel like I interject myself. <laughs> or not even interject myself into everything, but not try to make it all about me. But I guess I just like to try to relate. I noticed that that's something I did. Anyway, uh, she said the school nurtured the talent because she wanted to be more of an A&R, which is, I can see that. She seems like a more behind-the-scenes person or her personality is real low-key. Um, but that's ironic because she's an amazing artist, so I can only imagine if she never would have gave us that blessing of her voice and shed a light on her gift where we would be 
Enti Hu. Four months after graduation, she ended up publishing two songs on this like new art publication. <clears throat> and she had like a three-song demo for a class project, and she gave it to a friend who ended up posting it on MySpace, and it popped. And XL Records came knocking. And she didn't really think it was real because she was like, the fuck? Virgin Records is the only record company I know of. So she ended up bringing a friend to go to the meeting with her. Eventually, she'd signed in September of 06 and sung on Jack Pinate. Forgive me if I slander that. Here's my Yvonne for his debut album. And that led to her meeting Jim Abyss, who pretty much produced all of 19 and 21. Or most of it, I'd say. Not all. Now, the first single that would be released uh, was Chasing Pavements. And if you could recall, that was the first time that I was introduced to Adele on MTV. And supposedly it was about her former boyfriend who cheated on her. She pulled up to the nigga at a bar and just jawed his ass and she got thrown out. And when she was walking down the street, she thought to herself, she's like, what are you chasing? You're chasing an empty pavement. So she recorded that on a voice demo and finished it when she got home. And she actually wrote a lot of shits like that. Um, and actually, a lot of those songs off of 19, she wrote herself. Like, Best for Last, Crazy for You, which I love a lot. Um, First Love and My Same, and Hometown Glory, which she wrote in 10 minutes, if you can believe that. It's just like that one, um, what's that one Langston Hughes poem that he wrote going over a train in like five minutes. It's like one of the most beautiful poems. Uh, Amanda Seals would know what, it's, what, I'm, what I'm talking about. I forget it. But he wrote it when he was like 14. It's fucking crazy. And it's like one of the most famous Langston Hughes poems out there. Anyway, yeah, she wrote it in 10 minutes because her mom tried to persuade her to leave London for uni. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah. When 19 came out, shit went wild, but she almost didn't even pop in America because she canceled a tour over a nigga. You know, she said, I can't believe I did that. You know, she was drinking. Uh, far too much she said and that was pretty much the basis of the relationship with him and she couldn't bear to be without him she said so it was like well okay I'll just cancel my stuff then which in retrospect I'm glad she's like what the fuck I'd never cancel no bag over no bitch or no nigga the fuck well what's the good old adage you always lose money chasing bitches but you ain't never gonna lose no bitches chasing money Remember that? But luckily, she got booked on SNL that same night because, like I said, she almost didn't pop in America and we would never be hearing about her. Um, the same night Sarah Palin was on and suspected it was like 17 million viewers, and this is in 08, so economic downturn, big presidential election. Sarah Palin was hot as fucking fish grease at the time, so it was just luck. But I like what Max Kellerman says about luck is... Luck is the residue of design, so she obviously grinded her ass, been singing since two, um, and it was just God's time, God's plan at the time. And after that SNL show, and the rest was history. Now, 21, I'm sure you know more about that album than me, which is why I'm not going to talk about it, but man, if I could say anything about Adele, I'd like to say she definitely has a unique voice. Um, and it was, it was like an Amy Winehouse when I first heard her because I ain't even really that big into Nina Simone. Um, damn, I was about to say Maya Angelou, like she was a singer. Yikes. Yeah, bro, I ain't even gonna cap. I only really, really fuck with a few female singers, but 
Adele was definitely one of them. Like, her and Amy, just that voice. I don't know if it's English, British. I guess I do know now because I just fucking read it, but hmm. don't feel like thinking. Tinking. Speaking of tinking and tings, you heard of the new Omerta? Omerta. 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 By Drake. I was just listening to that shit outside. When I first heard it with Shorty, I couldn't really listen to it, but yeah, every fucking bar goes. That nigga's definitely popping his shit, and all of it is definitely true. I fuck with it. Yes, give me more. More life, more things, more Drake. Yes, sir. 2019 on you bitches. But let me stop. This is Adele. Adele, I love you. Keep making music. Don't ever quit. And if you do, I'm after you. I'll punch you in the gutter, your pussy bone, and break your pinky toe. Please don't sue me. Don't have the money for that. Not right now. Give me a couple years working on it. Love you. Okay, bye.